This is Hacker Public Radio episode 3461 for Monday, the 8th of November 2021. Today's show is entitled Changes to HPR Branding and is part of the series HPR Community News. It is hosted by HPR volunteers and is about 41 minutes long and carries a clean flag. The summary is run, Dave and Ken read the entire email thread related to changing the HPR theme. Hi everybody and welcome to another edition of Hacker Public Radio. This is Community News, I reckon, point one, <laughs> because... Uh, uh, for 2021-10, and this is point one, because this is a follow-up show to do they... Um, there was a lot of comments on one of the threads, so we're just coming back a week later to record those. We're short of shows as it happens, folks, so if you are in a position to be able to send in some shows, we'd really appreciate it. That would be great. Um, yeah, so joining me tonight is... Uh, first in the list is me, Dave Morris. Me, Ken Fallon. And me, Rowan Horning. So uh, we're just going to, there's a link in the show notes. So we're going through the archive list on possible causes and solution to subscriber attrition, trying again without encryption. And going through that thread because it actually turns out to be about the intro and outro for the HPR branding. So. Without further ado, who's going to start, Dave or one? I, I can start with uh, with the first one, and it comes from. Uh, I might mess up people's handles along the way, but excuse me if I do. Anna Core, I think it is, uh, who says hi. There was a community news show about a month ago during which the producers, wow, producer, remarked that there was a plateau in subscribers. I have a suggestion that may improve this attrition rate, and I'm sure. A lot of others listen to podcasts to wind down while going to sleep. The intro song is loud, low bitrate sounding trumpet chip tune fanfare, which is fine. Thing is, the shows are often recorded at a low volume level, so the volume must be adjusted upwards to hear them. Then after being soothed by a soft-spoken hacker voice, the blaring loud chip tunes are blasted in again at the end of the show. This has woke me up from my sleep many times. I can only imagine the consternation from headphone users. I'm sure this has led to many rage unsubscriptions by those less level-headed than I. There is a much more mellow-sounding intro that is the same tune at a lower volume. That's used sometimes. If there must be an outro song, this should be it, and the loud blaring fanfare tune should only be used at the beginning. Okay, and BK Navarrete responded... Oh, whoops. I think I screwed this up. It says spam Brian in Ohio. Okay, that, that's that's his handle. Oh, that is. Oh, yeah. Okay, sorry. Uh, that is his. All right. Sorry. So. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he was. <laughs> yeah. Yes, he 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 operates under those two two. Because uh, in many cases, people are using their real email addresses. So, right. And then they they're signing with the handle. So, uh, so should I? Use his no. handle if I see it, or and that's, oh, I think just just go by what the ma- go with the Because if somebody mailings. was reading it themselves, they would do the same. They would see it anything. Yeah. Okay. Sorry about that. Well, <laughs> right, should we just 
keep going or do you want me to retake that? Sorry, Ken. No, 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 we'll keep going. So um, I replied, so I'll do my own. Uh, hi, Anacor, thanks for getting in touch. I replied to the list, but you can feel free to reply to me directly. See my comments online. So I'm commenting about his uh, putting him to sleep. And then I say, ouch, the community news is putting you to sleep. That hurts. Joking aside, I doubt that most people use HBR to go to sleep. The variety of shows on HBR is so different, you would want to be on your guard when listening. For example, I will only listen to a Dave Morris or Tukatoroto show if I'm wide awake, focused, and at a computer with access to show notes. I'll only listen to Tattoo Show if I have a cup of coffee before me. The purpose of HBR is not to put people to sleep, it's to get them up thinking, hacking, and recording shows with the goal of sharing knowledge. Uh, then, in response to the intro's loud and chiptune blasted at the end of the show, fair point. You're not the only one who mentioned this. We have several volunteers who will help us clean up the audio and help to improve their setup. We will, on occasion, farm the poor audio out to services like Audiophonic to see if they can fix it. However, you don't mention which show in particular you're having a problem with, or do you feel that this is a problem with all of them? Not knowing which shows are having an issue, we can't tell if it's an issue with the source audio, the processing, or the transcoding. If it's a community news show, then we can do something about it as it's directly under my control as I'm the one producing it. I will ensure that the intro and outro of next month, that was last month's, one is added, level and leveled manually. I would like to give your feedback on the F I would like you to give your feedback on the efforts afterwards. If it's another show, then you can get in touch with me directly so that we can see if we can address the issue. If you do feel the audio is poor, there is something that you can do to help the project out, and that is to report it to us before it hits the main feed. There is no need for any audio file to suffer in silence. Just subscribe to the future feed and uh, provide admin at HPR with feedback on the show's audio. If there are issues, then you can try. then we can try and fix them before it hits the main feed. And the link to hackerpublicradio.org forward slash syndication.php has got information on how to subscribe to that, by the way. Then in response to the sleeping and uh, rage on subscriptions, uh, I reply, I doubt that. The audio on HPR has been consistently variable since its inception. We should be seeing a consistent rage rate of rage on subscriptions as well. The dip beg. I have no idea what I was saying there. Um, I imagine most people skip the outro entirely. And there's a more mellow intro and outro song. Yes, there must be as we need to provide feedback on how you can contribute a show to the project. What? Hacker Public Radio theme. I have no idea what I was saying there. Um, and a link to the theme page, which shows the various different options that there are. There are several intros and outros available. Uh, which one are you referring to? And I'll put it in. Link to the theme music page. As your use case, I feel at least, is pretty unique. I'd love to record a show telling me about it. Don't forget to introduce yourself and tell us about your journey to HPR. 
Uh, feel under absolutely zero pressure to send in a show. I mean, it would be great if you could, as we're running low on shows in the queue, and have a call for shows open. But as I say, let the fact that every single HPR show you're using to go to sleep has been contributed by someone very much like yourself, rather than just consuming content who took the brave step to themselves become, let me say, a hero of sorts. If you do decide to contribute, it's easy. Just nip over to the calendar for more information. Hope to hear from you soon. Badoomch. Brilliant, brilliant. And the next one is from Klaatu, I think. Did you want to take that, Dave, or did you want me? The the silence, <laughs> which everybody will now know about, is because I cannot click on things on browsers and I hit the wrong, the wrong, the one that said go back to the previous one or go somewhere completely different. Um, anyway, yes, this is a message from Klaatu, uh, who says, interestingly, my own podcast, New World Order, has gotten a few emails from people over the years who say they fall asleep to podcasts as well. Many people identify strongly with the brand of a podcast by its intro and outro music. However, other people find the almost subliminal chatter about tech soothing and relaxing. We could consider releasing a special feed without music, but that would not guarantee a relaxing listen. An HPR host might add loud sound effects or music or shout or whatever to their show, independent of the intro and outro music. I've been looking into ways of doing a no music feed for my own show, but so far everything requires a bunch of extra steps that I'm not willing to do myself. The reason I'm able to release a show so often is that most of the posting process is automated, so I can afford no extra steps. I believe the same is true for HBR. Point is, this is something to consider, and if I come up with a brilliant, any brilliant ideas for separating the music from voice in an easy way, I'll let the admins know. Okay, and in response to that, uh, we have one from Andrew Conway. I am a nocturnal podcast listener, mainly because it's the only time I have to listen properly. I cannot work, code, write, or even exercise and listen to speech properly. Also, my daytime podcast bandwidth went down drastically when my daily commute ended some years ago. I imagine that's become much more common for people in the last year or so. This means that music that might wake me up puts me off listening to particular podcasts, and so the HBR theme is a problem for me. But not so much that I would ever unsubscribe. To be honest, unsubscribing from HPR sounds like a euphemism, like shuffling off this mortal coil. If a musicless feed existed, as Class 2 suggests, or a more gentle version of the theme was the intro's default, I would definitely listen to more HPR shows. That said, I wouldn't want to create more work for folk if I'm only part of a small minority. Andrew. Interesting. Uh, Jason Dodd replies, Lol, at, to be honest, unsubscribing from HPR sounds like a euphemism. euphemism like shuffling off the mortal coil. That's kind of true for me too. I still firmly on the side of not caring about production quality, not again looking for an easy way to eliminate the jarring change in volume, but it's not something that would make me unsubscribe. That being said, HPR wouldn't make my top 100 list of things to go to sleep to. I think it's interesting that there are TV channels and various professional streaming applications that have the same issue. Maybe this problem is harder to solve than it looks on the surface. I typically fall asleep to TV, and it does irritate me when commercials are so much louder than the shows. 
Oh, Sorry, and I reply again. <laughs> I'll do my own ones if that's okay. I didn't spot that coming. Yes, yes. Go on. Wow. I'm so glad uh, Anna Cora started this thread. I had no idea that people were falling asleep to HBR shows. We do now keep the original unbranded audio, and that's available on the Internet Archive. It would be possible to create an unbranded feed from that. To it may fix problems for some shows, but there are still a lot of shows that send still a lot of hosts that send in shows with the intro and outro already included on the main f- feed can switch the default audio on the main feed we can switch the default audio to a quieter one. Tell me which one you would like so Klatu, uh is next, and he says we could make it a policy to request shows without music and just resolve to attach the intro and outro ourselves, as we do already as needed, or for our music feed, then by default we would be getting shows that would go straight to our music less feed. Speaking as one of the hosts who bakes in the intro and outro music, I'd be happy to stop doing that in the interest of making separate feeds available. Okay, and then on October 17th, I was responding to Ken, uh, and I guess the original feed says, uh, so it quotes, the intro song is loud and the bit rate sounding trumpet to fanfare, which is fine. Uh, the thing is, and it sort of repeats that part. Um, let's go down to, however, you didn't mention which show in particular you were having a problem with, or do you feel this is a problem with all of them? And I responded, I have noticed for my shows that often the intro outro is louder than my recordings, both when I record using my phone or my computer. I have tried to boost the audio levels to match the intro and outro. My audio, my audio editing skills are still minimal, and often my audio would start to sound too harsh when I try to amplify it too much. Until today, I didn't think about trying to download the intro to use it to help match the level. Uh, let's see, I did download... Uh, the theme music, um, and it's the the link to it. This seems to be the standard intro clip used to attach to shows. One thing I did notice when importing this clip into my Audacity project, the average volume dB levels showing on the meter fall between negative 12 dB and 0 dB, often being around negative 6 dB. When recording on my phone, the average levels are between negative 18 dB and negative 12 dB. Given how hot the recording levels are for the intro clip, along with the type of audio it is, it has a perceived loudness much greater than a typical voice recording. Perhaps a simple solution to production process for the janitors is to use a clip that has its dB levels decreased by negative 9 dB to negative 12 dB. This range seems to match the loudness of my default recording levels. Granted, that would make the situation much better for me, smiley face, I have a Samsung Galaxy S9. I'm sure the recording levels vary to a degree from phone to phone, but maybe a quick survey would give an average range to target. If nothing else, having an intro-outro clips be a little lower than the user's content would solve the sleepers issue. They would turn it up or not to hear the intro, then turn it down to the desired level when listening to the content. If they fall asleep, the outro will be lower and not wake them up. On another point, I did notice the loudness normalization effect in Audacity. I'm going to try using it for my next show. After editing the main tracks of the show, I will use them. I will use this effect to try and bring the level up to the level of the intro clips. Okay, so next is from Taj Taj Sara, and it's a 
it's a reply to an earlier an earlier show, but I think I don't, I'm not sure that uh, I should even mention that. Yeah, what he says here is, I'm going okay. I'm going to be the pedantic audio nerd here. Using decibels to measure this sort of thing can quickly lead to issues. The above example kind of proves that. Without going into a really long rant about audio measurements and acoustics, the industry standard for measuring finalized audio levels like this are LUFSs, loudness unit full scale. The level that is standard for podcasts is minus 16 LUFS. On tenacity stroke audacity, this can be achieved using the loudless normalization effect. I usually do some work on audio prior to using that plugin to even out the levels. This would ensure that the intro, body and outro of the show are all the same loudness. Yes, Ken, I know I owe you a show. I agree with Cloud 2. I usually bake in the intro and outro, but would be more than willing to not if it makes another feed easier to produce. And Todd says, I would subscribe to a feed that did not have the intro music. I like the branding, but I know there have been several comments about improving the music. The best solution may be to offer a feed with only the contributor's voice. Mike Gray responds, the length of the intro annoys me. TTS followed by ad for AHH followed by horrible and raucous music. There's a much softer version of the music, which, in my humble opinion, should be used. And, and I'll do my own then. Uh, too long, didn't read. Episode 3454, where I uploaded a show as a demo, and it only had a very short six-second intro clip, uh, the acoustic version. So, regarding hosts... Uploading intro and outro. From a show processing point of view, we have never been able to automate the uh, posting process due to the fact that some people do and some people don't add the intro and outro. Even if they are flagged correctly in the upload form, I sometimes forget and end up having to reprocess files because there are two intros or none. And in addition to that, Quite often, people don't flag it correctly as well. For this reason, I would suggest that hosts do not add the intro or outro. With regarding to non-musical feed, where it's possible to do, I am not in favor of having a new feed without music. We accept any audio format, and to quote, flack is best, we accept the rest, that needs to stay. From a practical point of view, a raw feed would not be useful as the audio formats and encoding would change from day to day. We deal with that through our conversion scripts so you don't have to. We already have different feeds for the Internet Archive and the HPR website anonestoast.com. Adding yet another feed would just complicate matters and will increase processing time considerably. But, dot, 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 I think we can simplify all into one. If we take a look at the makeup of the show, we have seven possible sections, which is detailed in hackerpublicradio.org forward slash media forward slash theme dash music. The first part is the show's synopsis. This is the text to speech. I was in favor of it, but everybody hates it. It should go. Thanking our hosting provider. 
the Internet Archive don't know we do this, and Josh has never asked us to do this either. Josh is uh, the main sponsor and the person behind anhonesthost.com and is also a HBR host for that matter. In speaking with him, unfortunately, the mentions don't convert to clients. So with his permission, I'd like to move that to the start of the community news so that it's handled in a personal thank you from the janitors. So part three is the HBR introduction music. There are a lot of themes available and all are long. I do believe we need to add a team theme to maintain the HBR brand. Otherwise, we're at risk of being considered an amalgamation feed. There is no need for it to be long or loud as it is. And then the show, which should be left in, obviously. The HBR outro music. Again, we can cover this information in the community news and in the metadata of the show so we can drop it entirely. The epilogue, sorry, Pokey, they need to go. He's the only one who has ever used it. And the promos, we've never did any, but if there are, we can do them as part of the community news as well. Um, just before we go to the next one, I want to say I've changed my mind a little bit about some of this, so you'll see that later on. Did you want to do your sewing summary bit at the end there? Oh, so there's more. Sorry, so in summary... I suggest dropping everything but a very short intro and move the rest to the community news. As a proof of concept, I've just posted the show. We're very low as a show at the moment. Hint, hint. And I use the first six, sessions, six seconds of intro, AK uh, something, uh, as the entire I brand. Stress you. Yep. Thank you. And th- those were contributed by um, Yeroon's friend. So awesome. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, the script to process this uh, reduced in size by 50%, as did the time to process the files. I also suspect that nor- automation of the normalization will be easier as well. Just on the by-the-by, and it doesn't come up, Taj mentioned a thing there in Audacity that can be run, uh, a plugin that can be run via Audacity. I would like... I understand from what I see on the internet that it is possible to run Audacity from the command line without a UI. So run scripts or run tools or stuff. If anybody knows how to do that, I would much appreciate it because that would make my life an awful lot easier. Anybody, Audacity, how to use it from the command line, can uh, can you get in touch, please? Okay, next one. Next is... Clad 2, shall I do this one? Um, Please. Since, yeah, okay. I'm losing track of which order we are in. <laughs> this, this is from Clad 2, and he says, this sounds like a really good compromise. I think, like, everyone agrees that less is more, both loudness and length. What a bonus it makes, and what a bonus that it makes processing easier. And the next is from Kevin O'Brien. Anything that makes processing easier is good, I think. And Taj says, I agree, anything that makes processing simpler is beneficial. And Andrew says, good plan, Ken, I approve. And Taj replies, Ken, my only super nitpicky thing I'd say is possibly edit out the last second or so of the music to get rid of the symbol shaker thingy that starts to come in. You might be able to just do a hard fade out and catch it. Uh, do you want to do the next one? Sure. Let's 
see. And from myself, uh, let's see, responding to this test-to-speech, I was in favor of it, but everybody hates it. It should go. I respond, I do like the text-to-speech synopsis of the show. I see it as a hacky, geeky part of the podcast brand. Um, then responding to uh, thanking the host or provider. Um, while the attribution to an honest host may not have generated bunches of sales, I still think it is a good thing to do. I have at times looked at using their services. They just didn't have... They just haven't met what I needed at the time at the price point I wanted to pay. I did recently make a donation to them towards HPR. I found that link on the About page when exploring the HPR website the other week. Maybe we should stress the donation link. Many podcasts, many podcasts mention at least once, if not multiple times, their Patreon or other donation links. Not saying that we need Patreon, just highlighting the method we do have. I often listen for years to a podcast before I start financially supporting it. Yes, very good idea, actually. That's that's something we should add automatically to the first part of the community news, Dave. Remind me to. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then, um, let's see, responding to HBR introduction music. Uh, I do believe we need to add a theme to maintain HBR brand. Otherwise, we risk considering an amalgamation feed. There is no need for it as it being too long or loud. And then my response was, other than the levels on occasion, I don't mind the current intro and outro music. I've heard it so much that I occasionally hum it around the house. And as far as branding goes, the other night I was humming it and my partner asked, are you humming the music to your podcast? Uh, And then, so responding to, so in summary, I'd suggest dropping everything but the short intro and move the rest of the community news. I replied, I feel there is value in keeping a fair amount of the intro and outro the way it is. Finding a way to tighten it up is fine, but for me, part of the HBR experience is the intro and outro. And I reply uh, to that, uh, not ignoring this, so the discussion had uh, gone quiet for a while. It just that we need to bring this discussion to the wider community during the community news. Thanks for the feedback. Also on our Matrix channel, which is https column forward slash forward slash matrix dot to forward slash hash forward slash hash hpr colon matrix dot org. So far, most people seem to like the idea of shorter, consistent branding. I think a sample, the sample episode was a smidgen too short, and I miss a small outro to signal the end of the hpr sandwich. I'm interested to hear what the rest of the community will suggest, which is why we're doing this show, folks. Indeed. It's probably my turn now, isn't it? So, DNT, do not translate uh, comments. Hi, this lurker... But you just translated, Dave. Well, no, I didn't. I gave it verbatim. I didn't didn't translate it into anything. Quality. Can't work the, with com- the comment quality. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> this person says, "Hi, this lurker would like to come out of the woodwork and say that the discussion started from a perceived concern about a plateau in subscribers. And one of the defining things about HBR, it seems to me, is its focus on attracting contributors rather than listeners. Therefore, I think it would be very important to re- retain the outro, specifically the part about this episode was contributed by an HPR listener like yourself, if you want to find out how easy it really is, etc. 
Uh, apparently not easy enough for me, exclamation mark, but still, I find it important for the invitation to be there in case someone is tuning in for the first time. And for someone who's been tuning in for a while and still hasn't converted, it's a welcome reminder. To which I reply, valid point, as is the show license declaration, which we need to do. And let's see, Todd follows up with, I think... Uh, and he's pointing to show 3454, your sample is a great compromise. The intro is short, identifiable, and easy to listen. Oh. Have we finished? I think we did. No, we're waiting for you. <laughs> Are you waiting for me? <clears throat> you want to go on to the next thread? That was 10 minutes of silence there, folks. The truncate silence will reduce it to nothing at all. Silence is not a bad thing. Um, Silence is golden, you know. Um, did you want to talk about automatic musicless feed, a, a, a thread started by Izzy Leibovitz? Yes. Yeah, was that's kind of related, is it? Mm, yes. I, to be honest, I didn't really join the two together in my own head. Um, but yeah, we can we can uh, scan through it. In which case, it's my turn to read this XML. Okay, cool. This idea, this is Izzy Leibovitz, um, who is also Black Colonel, and um, this idea is re related heavily to the project I'm percolating between all the other things I'm doing, namely a way of setting up some kind of auto tools esque deployment of product podcasts. I've been bolstering my knowledge of XML stroke XSL over the last few weeks, but if anyone wants to work on it as well, the idea is. And then he's got an XML-based template for a show, which contains the sort of standard parts that you, some of which we've we've been discussing as we've been talking. But I don't think a a verbal, an audio uh, section is a good way to describe the XML. So have, go and have a look. Uh, it's basically a show intro class music file, path to file, section main, file to section and then some effects uh, start and end of the effect and then the show so describing within xml what you do with the source audio a make file template would be the second component to ingest that xml into ff mpeg or some other application to apply those edits to that audio non-destructively third point a configure shell script that would allow you to modify the make file or the xml via xslt to remove certain sections or export the edited show as a specified format fourth part something like a make publish trigger that could automatically upload a target to the distribution server and update the atom feed accordingly the idea behind this was it would allow people to examine the raw, preferably unedited files and effects that went into making the podcast they like in order to give them the inspiration stroke example to follow to make their own podcast. It also has the upshot of being able to quickly spin up bespoke feeds for various needs and allowing listeners to compile the show themselves if they have special requirements. As I said, I'm trying to work on it every now and then when I have time, but I don't have a lot of time and I'm very new to XML stroke XSL as well as not being not not well versed in FFmpeg, but I would certainly like to be. So if anyone sees this idea and thinks it would be easy for them to implement, I wholeheartedly encourage it. To which I responded, okay, that's a show. No pressure. And John Spriggs respond, uh, responds, Hi, Izzy. 
I do something similar, but honestly much less efficiently, with cchit.net. The show is run using this script, https, github.com, cchits, website, blob, master, cli, showmaker.php, and this library, https, github.com, cchits, website, blob, master, cli, library.php. And yes, it's a god-awful PHP written over 10 years ago by someone who didn't really know a lot about object-oriented programming, but thought it was a blooming good idea and should be done that way. Basically, I use Festival to create the text-to-speech elements and then use Socks to move audio around and add audio or silence to the start and end of the show and layer one element on top of the next. You're welcome to have a poke around in the code and ask questions at will, smiley face. If you want to take this off list, I'm happy to be emailed directly, or you can contact me via Telegram, HTTPS, T.me, join John the nice guy, or Matrix, matrix.to, at John the nice guy dot, or colon matrix.org, or push Twitter or LinkedIn DMs. Links to those profiles are on my website listed below. John the nice guy Spriggs. And if you're not subscribed to cchits.net, you should be. Indeed, indeed. Um, Is it my turn? Uh, BK Navarrete, Brian in Ohio, says, I fast forward 1 minute 15. Works a treat. (laughs) Uh, Izzy has. The only problem I have is that I know exactly zero things about PHP. I didn't think the web would get this big or last this long so i never learned much about web development that being said i will try to poke around the code and extract what i can as it does seem similar in function if not in form vr what's that the abbreviation for no idea no idea okay and that's it that's it so what do you think guys we're uh we're interested in hearing back from the community on this whole intro and outro thing because uh, it's kind of important particularly i'd like to know if people do like the um the text-to-speech thing at the front or not so we're kind of saying we should go for a quieter intro and outro music the fact that um i would like to personally get away from generating two separate feeds one for the internet archive one for the other one so I think we could put in, change the text of the outro so that we're saying we'd like to thank our sponsors, anonymousthost.com, Internet Archive, and orsync.com, orsync.net. Um, and then, you know, do specific mentions of them on the community news per default. Uh, we do need to keep the, this show was it's licensed under the Creative Commons thing, and the point is valid about yeah. If you want to contribute your own show, it's is it, that should also be kept in. So there is a little bit of text that we could put in the in the outro, but we can make it a lot quieter and softer. So I would like to reiterate that I do like the uh, text to speech at the beginning. Uh, I like for me that sort of is part of the HBR brand. Um, so I mean, it wouldn't drive me away if it wasn't there but i i I don't know i think it's important yeah i i I think if i could get um 
if we could get the use of audacity or tenacity or whatever um automated on the on the command line there's a lot that we could do there with um you know playing a quiet intro and then have it um reduced uh, and then put in a text to speech and have the sound of the intro lower for the text to speech so that you can hear it and then go back up so that the overall intro will be uh, determined by the um uh, by the length of the text to speech yeah that does sound good i did start like reading up and looking into like ways to automate some of that i mean just based on what i know of your workflow but haven't really gotten that far yeah we convert just as a, to give you an idea of what we do we have no clue what sort of audio we get um and sometimes it's it, you can tell when people get broadband because it goes from MP3 up to FLAC or AUG up to FLAC. Uh, we we love we love FLAC. Um, sometimes we get WAV. Sometimes we get uh, AU. Sometimes we get yeah PWM. We get all sorts of stuff. Especially 15 years ago, it was a lot worse. We would get uh, like mono on one side and uh, DC up. You know, DC voltage range off and the um, sampling rate all off. So what we do is we can convert that to a PCM, pulse code modulation, just raw uh, audio waveform. And then from there, we can convert it back into a the various different formats. Now, for those of you not familiar with audio, MP3, AUG are lossless formats, which means they're designed to take out the bits that your human ear won't hear. Your human ear is unlikely to hear. Um, whereas, I think sorry, go sorry I, think, I think you said lossless, not lossy. Sorry, lossy formats. They are lossy formats, as in some information is gone. Lossless formats like FLAC and WAV um, are sampled at a rate that, uh, well, if the sample rate is too low, you're going to loose stuff as well but whatever they sample they will represent to you flac is the free lossless um audio format so audio codec flac yep so that's the one that we prefer um but there you go we convert to uh uh aug speaks and what's the other one mp3 obviously well, we have seven seven different formats that we convert to, so it's plenty. Which and I think uh, that's that, guys. Okay, just for curious, which um, text to speech do you use? Uh, whichever one works best at the moment. We're using um, Festival. Uh, Lane has finally given up on Deviate and decided uh, a lot of Linux links show is never coming back. So uh, she got in touch and we said, yeah, we'll take her over. And prior to that, we used eSpeak. Uh, we used the Google Translate uh, engine for a while, but uh, that caused loads of problems because the API changed over time and never felt really comfortable doing that. prefer to use tools that we can uh, rely on being there in the years to come. But that's yeah. always open. If somebody's got better suggestions, please give them to me. That sounds good. Thanks. Yeah, I, I definitely like the idea of like keeping the tools as 
under control as possible. Yep. And this all this stuff, the scripts that are used is, uh, is on a public repo, so you can look at the code and laugh and suggest better. We will always take in better recommendations. And the best recommendation is to record your audio as hot, best quality format that you can possibly do. That will always be the best idea. Or you risk the wrath of Taj. <laughs> well, the same with your database is the same with your audio. Uh, yep. Garbage in, garbage out. As my recording can attest. Okay, uh, I think that wraps it up. Uh, tune in tomorrow. Shall I uh, make an effort to see for this show? I will try to do um, a little bit of a hack to see what that quieter intro would be like. I have no idea how I'm going to do that. Well, it means I would need to edit it manually. Okay, well, I'll try and see what the vision would be. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Okay, tune in tomorrow for another exciting episode of Hacker Public Radio. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. Today's show was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hosting for HBR is kindly provided by anhonesthost.com, the Internet Archive and rsync.net. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.